Does anyone else like do like air traffic controller hands when they're waiting, counting the seconds until they clap? Or is that just I, me? I like do a big like wind up with both my hands and then. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I yeah. As long as you wave your hands in the air in some manner. No. Yeah, feel... I do. I have my hands open like I'm about to squash a bug. Uh huh. I do nothing. <laughs> Consummate <laughs> professional Dan over here. <laughs> Welcome to Pod of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka Crazy Card Lady Manja May June. Good, uh, good. I, I'm Dan, aka the Force Stooge of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I'm Argyle, aka Four Bros, sitting in a hot spring, ten feet apart because they're not gay. Or are they? Maybe they are. Or are they? Maybe, who could possibly say, I'm Max and I have it on good authority that the Ojama Brothers just died from making it clap on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to reach to my screen and choke you out, Max. They did, though. And, and, and shake, <laughs> they did, though. And shake my hand. That's just a fact. That's their secret You watch technique. the episodes, they Audrey. Got, they got big, juicy dumpers. What do you want from me? I'm just merely recanting the facts from the episode we watched. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Uh, speaking of which, what what are the episodes we watched? We watched two of them this week. Yeah. These were, these were one-offs. These were not... These didn't really forward the plot in any way, shape, or form, but I simply like to see them anyways. They didn't forward the plot. We did get some, like, character development and, like, yeah, you like, it's it's not part of the, the Shadow Rider stuff, but I, I like them as pseudo-filler. Um, the second, mm-hmm. the second episode debatably did. Um, like, I, yeah. I wouldn't even consider the second one filler. It's just... Not directly. It's more of a main plot mission rather than. Yeah, yeah. Like if if yeah, it, if there wasn't like an overarching plot happening now, this would just be like more the same. Not more the same in the way that I mean, but like, uh, like just more character development that we've that we were getting yeah. up to this point. And it introduces two new delightful characters that right. will be hopefully yes. staples in the series going forward until. Ah, uh, yes, time. of course. Um, so episode 34 in the sub is Steamed Comfort, Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Fucking banger of a title. Uh, in, in the dub, it is called The Fear Factor. Uh, that's a, that's a TV show name. That's a TV show yeah. hosted by Joe Rogan. That's not a joke, that's just a name. Yeah. Yeah, this was the, this was I think the that show was still on the air at the time. <laughs> Ju- <Yeah. laughs> Judayuki duels Joe Rogan in a pit of bugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, a Max classic. <laughs> in, in in my house, yeah. a bit of bugs. <laughs> Jaden Yuki, go on, go on the Joe Rogan show. Jesus, <laughs> Jaden Yuki, do not do this. Take MDMA. Do not go on the bad cast. <laughs> He's dueling on MDMA. Before we get into the episode itself, uh, Max yes, and I, yes, yes, yes got yes, a new yes, LP. Yes. Uh, Already thirty-four episodes in, and we're like, they're changing up on us. Um, wow! So cool. we got a, a new OP. We got a genre change. We've gone from ska to emo. This could be yes. fuck yes. This could be on any um, Hawthorne Heights album. <laughs> it's good though. Harpy, harp, harpy Lady Heights. It's good it's though. Good. I simply it, liked it. But it does sound like Ohio is for lovers. Yes. Is it better or worse than Chase? You're asking. Oh, then Chase. Chase is... No, it's better than Chase. I was afraid you were going to ask if it's better or worse than the first one, and how dare you intimate that anything could be better than Ska. Shame yeah, on you. I, 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 I am, would never say I that. am going to I would. say Pi Hallelujah, um, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I simply will say Hallelujah in my head whenever I watch you, since because I simply love to watch the show. It's very good. 
Uh, visuals are good. We see the evil three beasts or whatever the fuck. We see, like, all of the Shadow Riders, pretty much. Like, dueling. We see, like... I see. I saw a character of ambiguous race, and I'm very worried for the anime to handle. Oh yeah. no! Mis- mishandle rather. I saw um, a man who looks like old man Joseph Joestar. Um, yes, thank you. I, that's literally what I wrote down too. <laughs> we in the dub, meanwhile, haven't even gotten new visuals. We're still using the same song. Uh, the only new thing about the OP is the Rise of the Shadow Riders or whatever subtitle. Listen, you can't improve on perfection, and perfection is get your game on. It is pretty good. But it's not Ska, so... I still, I still listen down. to it every time. Open palm slam Ska into my brain. Um, but the actual episode begins. Judai is dueling a Shadow Cloakman, and he has Wild Man out. Wild Man, you know, directly attacks and cuts him in half, and then the Shadow guy reforms and defeats judai and like he catches on blue fire and hayato yeah. and show are there and they also catch on fire and he's fucking panicking because his friends are so, burning alive yeah. in his dream yeah heard, but yeah. also a dream by the way you've heard of sharknado now introducing dragon nato which is what mm. this guy turns into to <laughs> uh, yeah. clown on uh judai and kill his friends in a fiery fiery blaze yeah yeah, yeah they had a good run yeah cyrus cyrus wakes Jaden up uh just because he's, he's worried about his friend you know his uh, the 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 boy he has a crush on, and he's like, "Hey man, you like you doing all right? You're you know you're kind of yelling and, and moaning in your sleep. Like you good?" Uh, and James is like, "Yeah, uh, I'll I'll be all right." Um, I, I that's that's basically all we get before the uh for the it's cold open. Time. Well, yeah, it's bad time. <laughs> I fucking love this sub dub difference because. In the dub, they try to frame it as cool time, pool time. They're just having a good time the in the waiting fuck? pools. But they didn't change the any yard. of the visuals. Yeah. <laughs> they call it a waiting pool just... for some reason. I mean, this is... Uh, listen, I have been to Colossal Con East. This is literally the Kalahari Water Resort in Pennsylvania. It's, it's, it's a fucking water park. It's like yeah. the gigantic glass, like, bubble yeah, ceiling and walls. It's a dome with a, a landscape. I can't believe these Osiris Red kids get this, honestly. Like, we saw the obelisk blue baths earlier on mm-hmm. with the episode with Asuka and the sneaking in, like, in episode four or whatever that was, um, way back when. Oh, wait, shit, you're right. Wait, yeah. I, the whole time, I, I had assumed that this was just, like... Yeah, I assumed this the, was just... The, the fucking communal... facilities. The communal Great Wolf Lodge water park inside the Academy. They have separate facilities. We've seen the Obelisk Blue facilities, and they're, well, like, shit. The, these Roman baths. So I guess, like, this is, like, <laughs> the shittier version of baths, because they're not, like, these But they still ornate... have a glass dome over the whole thing. <laughs> they still have a glass dome, and it's still a fucking water park. Like, this rules. I can't believe that, like... I, I I love the concept of Kaiba like building this and being like, nah, give him a water park. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I, I I don't think this is a Slifer exclusive thing. I think that the obelisks just do get their own exclusive baths. They they get the Roman baths, nobody else does, and they have to use the the, the open air water park to bathe. But they, they yeah they still do get that. It's just that it only happens to be yeah. Slifer Reds right now because they're the important ones. I mean I hate to say it, but if if you choose to go to like private Roman baths over Great Wolf Lodge, you're a fucking rube. <laughs> uh, I would much rather go to the it's big It's a bubble water dome. park, but all the it's a water mm. park, but all the water is hot. Yeah, hot water park. Hot oh, that would be fucking park. ooh, uh, <laughs> yeah, a hot Disgusting. lazy river. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can piss in it. Nobody <laughs> like a It's like grown ups too. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Kevin James. There were no piss jokes. 
This is a great scene because, uh, for one thing, Sho has, for the first time, grown a new personality. Yeah, he's, he's very different here, isn't he? He's having fun in the pool. It's very fascinating. All of a sudden, he has, like, a backbone and, like, things he cares about very strongly and is not, and, like, things he'll take a stand for. And he's also, like, a little mischievous prankster. Yeah. Also, he's got a little, he's got a little life preserver. It's very cute. Yeah, the the prankster part is new, Audrey, but I would argue that everything else of him actually, like, kind of standing up for stuffing and having a backbone is a result of the last, like, two episodes ago, where his brother told him he's not a worthless pile of shit, actually, and he's <laughs> yeah, actually a good like, duelist. Fair enough. I, I, I did, have to I go, did. I'm dying now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm get, Change the world, my final message. <laughs> I'm getting sucked into a doll. Fair enough, I did, I did, I haven't had the time to, to watch the episode. Mm-hmm. So that is, that is fair, but also, like... Uh, I, I was surprised that, like, the people he had backbone to. So, like, Manjame comes in, and, like, it's fun to see him clowning around on Manjame. But, like, even even when, like, Judai, like, steals his towel, he gets genuinely angry at him. He's like, give it back! Bro, don't, don't reveal That was dry or fresh, dude. Privates. What are you doing? He got it all wet. I'm glad that you mentioned Manjame showing up, Audrey, because when Manjame's here, he sees Judai and show, you know, horse playing in the pool and he says i have no intention of male bonding with the likes of you (laughs) fucking banger of a line oh my god you avoid intricate rituals how dare you splash me we are not bros we have not reached that level yet i will not do warrior male type stuff with you not at all (laughs) i will not scrub your back with a bear and a walrus fuck you go to hell i won't get a big brush on a stick and wash your back <laughs> All the car- card spirits are there as well. Also, yeah, they're hanging. Oh, yeah, they're- yeah. <laughs> I look. If I were the head animator of this specific episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, I would have given all the card spirits little towels too. Well, Jami Yellow's already in a swimsuit, so because uh, fucking you can't you can't hide that thunder. Karibo's got nothing to hide. <laughs> Neither does this koala. So I don't know. <laughs> I love, I love Koala. I love how it's like, you know, Karibo is decently emotive. Ojama Yellow is very emotive. Des Koala, like, the face is the same. It's just a big guy walking around just, like, moving, Always but, like, chewing on the fucking mascot head-ass costume. He a rules. Large I love man. big Des marsupial. Koala. Koala is actually probably my favorite card spirit, I'm not gonna lie. I love He's him. just kind of funny. He has, Des Koala has one moment in this episode, and I love him for it, but uh, Ojama yes, Yellow I, jumps, I exactly into the, jumps into the hot spring and makes a splash somehow. That's a very mm-hmm. strong uh, spirit you've got there. Yeah, yeah. car spirit real. Um, oh, another fun Manjame line is like when, because at some point Manjame and it's like Manjame and Show actually start to like play and like dunk each other under the water. But yeah. at one point Manjame says, "Why must a man of my standing be forced to splash around with them?" Yeah, <laughs> it's I, like he's saying it to no one in particular while he's still participating. He's like, "Oh fuck, this sucks." As he's like <laughs> splashing Judai and having fun, but he'll never admit it. Yeah, he and, misses the Roman bath. Yeah, and then Chumley's like, exactly. "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna play, you know, contact Marco Polo like full tackles and <laughs> yeah." Uh, and then they start playing play keep away. Polo. They Stick start playing keep bones. away with Chaz's towel. Uh, Chumley, yeah, this guy's being dudes. A funny pool prank. Meanwhile, as show is like fully engaged in like playing and also like teasing Manjome, uh, like in the background. Judai has like a moment of reflection and I love this for mm-hmm. him because he is like even after everything that happens he's like man I thought duels were all just fun and games but yeah there might be a chance that they're not like yeah, after probably die after everything it's still a question that there's this yeah, <laughs> a yeah. serious nature to uh dueling. yeah 
we, we've talked a lot about his kind of blase attitude, even in these like uh, duels where him and his friends could be uh, killed. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I, it's nice that they are kind of acknowledging that and he's starting to yeah. kind of realize like, oh, I should probably take these a little bit more seriously uh, because my my friends and myself are all in danger and we could all get uh just fucking killed at a moment's notice if i'm not on my game all the time infinitely furious at the cruel world that would make judai yuki not enjoy a duel for the sake of his friends lives Mm -hmm. horribly unfair to the boy Uh, as he's as he's like contemplating this he's like really down in the dumps and uh what we get is essentially here is essentially the beginning to 101 dalmatians where uh <laughs> excuse me uh karibo when karibo appears and is like hey follow me and then uh uh you know J- judai disappears following wing karibo and then um uh, Ojama Yellow appears to uh, Manjame and is like, hey, follow me. And mm-hmm. they bring the two of them together in a very romantic uh, mm. <laughs> uh, gathering. And also uh, Sho and Hayato uh, fall down a hole as well in the water. Yeah, they, they drown <laughs> all four of them. <laughs> when they yeah, yeah. when he searches Goodbye. for uh, Judai. So um, now they're in the um, now they're in the Underdark. Yeah, yeah, they're in some, some fucking fancy cave. Argyle, is this the funny Desquala moment? Yeah, yeah, this is the funny Desquala moment. Uh, Cyrus is like, uh, everybody's back in their clothes, by the way. Um, yeah, 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 they're normal now. And Cyrus, Cyrus is looking around. He's like, oh, my glasses. I can't see anything without my glasses. Classic Velma moment. We love it. Classic Dinkly. Yeah, yeah. Just real real Dinkly heads now. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Desquala reaches down and picks up his glasses for him. It's very cute. Uh, yeah. And Cyrus is like, oh, thanks, Chumley. <laughs> yeah, he, this is literally what happens to the sub. Chumley looks like a big koala, and then he puts his glasses on and realizes, oh, no, that's Tez Koala, and Chumley's on the other side of me. Uh, and he, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, they're all taking this very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's normal. To be fair, it's, this happened yeah, like a few days ago. They almost fucking died in a volcano like two days ago yeah, yeah. yeah. so this is like th- they prefer this kind of shit but i i would say yeah. especially show who as we like find out later on first of all shows like the only one who generally speaking can't see card spirits yeah as far as I mean, we know or, yeah or he doesn't them, react like, as really far as we know hayato hayato's ability is unclear but he can certainly sense them to an extent um mm-hmm. and i think he can certainly see his own card spirits like he definitely sees Desuala. yeah um yeah so whether he can see all of them is unclear, but anyway, so like show yeah. show in particular, and we find out like later on in this episode as well that shows like I'm still not on board with believing any of this is real. Uh, <laughs> real Kaiba moment. Yeah, real Kaiba moment. Uh, so many of those real Kaiba moments in these episodes, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and speaking, speaking of, of right. real Kaiba moments, uh, it's Kaiba man. He's here and he wants to duel. Does he sound like Kaiba for you? Oh, it's Eric Stewart. Okay, I don't know why he wouldn't, but I part of me like I don't know. In the back of my head, I was like, it'd be really fucking funny if he just didn't sound like Kaiba in the dub for whatever reason. No, yeah, they they just got Eric Stewart back because he was already in the studio to do Bastion voice. Exactly. Uh, so. For some reason, for for the sub, he sounds more like Kaiba. I like I don't know if you got that, Audrey, but like it sounded like Seto Kaiba's voice actor is like trying to be even more Kaiba than Seto Kaiba is. <laughs> Seto Kaiba doing a Seto Kaiba impression. <laughs> Pretty I much. Mean, this is Kaiba's dual sona. <laughs> it literally is. I, I have I have a lot of notes about 
theories on Kaiba Man and his relation to Kaiba proper uh, here. Um, but uh, yes, uh, he he sounds extremely uh, Kaiba beer online. Um. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can say about Kaiba Man is that he doesn't trash talk as hard as the real Kaiba. So that's why oh, I know yeah, he's, he's not the real thing. He's yeah. He's, he's actually he's, like he's really kind of nice. nice. He's both kinder and somehow more unhinged. Uh, <laughs> yeah, than, both can be true. Than the actual set of Kaiba is. Um, anyway, he wants to duel uh, Judai, and Judai's like, uh, "I'm not so sure about this, actually." And Kaiba's like, "What? Are you scared?" And Judai's like, "Kind of." Come on, pussy! You didn't get to duel me. <laughs> Come on. You fucking weenie. Like, Judai has this moment, and again, this is, I think, sort of the the most important part of the episode, is Judai has this moment where he's looking, he looks over at Sho Hayato, and he's like, I just had, like, a dream about this shit, and lately my dreams have been coming true anyway, Mm -hmm. and if this is a dark duel, like, I I don't want them to be in trouble, and Kaiba's like, too bad, duel me. Yeah. Yeah, he's straight up one one of the Shadow Riders. Uh, also, Kaiba Man, so visually, let's just get yes, this out yes, of the way. Yes. Kaiba Man is Kaiba, but he's got this big blue eyes, like, mask helmet He thing. has a fucking Griffith helmet. No, yeah. he looks like yeah, Angemon. And, and he's, got, he's got long hair going down his back, and he's got, like, this dual disc that looks like a blue eyes wing. It's mm-hmm. great. He looks yeah. like, it's so fucking stupid. He literally, his head looks like, like... Anjumon. It's like someone took Anjumon's yeah. head and stuck it on Seto Kaiba's body. Like, yeah, like Kaiba got Digimonified. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> stupid, stupid, horrible, horrible card. So he, he, yeah, he shows, he shows Judai blue eyes and he's like, blue eyes wants to duel you. And like on the side, I love Manjame throughout this entire duel because so for the first time, <laughs> Manjame sees this blue eyes card in, in Kaiba Man's hand. And he's like, damn, how does this guy that looks and sounds exactly like Kaiba Man named Kaseto uh, Kaiba, whose name is Kaiba Man, have a blue eyes white dragon? The, the signature he's, card he's doing geometry Kaiba. the entire time is this the yeah. first time that kaiba's been mentioned by name in the series by the way by name yes yes i think so yeah because i mean not to get into the next episode but we do not hear his name in the next episode right i feel like we've heard kaiba corp but never said Kaiba. we as, uh. as i would bet money that this is the first time we've heard the word of kaiba said in the sub for the all of gx until now yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, he's like, Blue Eyes wants to duel you, and he's Blue Eyes is here, and it's like, oh, God, oh, fuck. But, yeah, you know. There's also, like, this huge crowd of, like, uh, yeah, monsters. Yeah, other duel spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just gathering to watch. They're just hanging out. It's neat. I have, I have a, a, mm-hmm. a big, big question about lore here. So, is it yes. only, like, humanoid card spirits that can duel? Because, like, mm. you would think uh, otherwise that Blue Eyes question. would just duel with itself the way the Gravekeepers yeah. did. I guess so. It's, you you know, have like, to have a human mouth so you can talk. Jinzo, yeah, we've only seen, like, Jinzo, the, the, the Gravekeepers, and Kaiba Man duel so far. So who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get some non-humanoid card spirits that will duel at some point. But I, maybe we'll, I don't ma- know. Maybe they're Aww. just too lazy to, like, come up with how one of those would use a dual disc. Yeah, I assume the criteria is they just have to be able to hold dual disc and a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. But what if you dueled Pot of Greed itself? Mm. It'd be pretty fucking cool. Well, 
cards it like popping be. in and out of its cool head. Maybe Avatar of the Pot. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, dude, four kids would never allow that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they would do everything in their power to censor that. that he would, he would be wearing season. a full a full set of trousers in the four kids dog. <laughs> He'd be wearing like a muumu. Just no shape of that body whatsoever. He'd be wearing the Homer muumu. Um, fucking dual starts, right? Yeah. And let's just get it out of the way. You know, Judai plays Mudball Man. Uh, fuck all that though, because Kai Man plays <gasps> a pot of greed. Pot of greed. Yeah, he plays it like Shot turn one. They know what the audience wants. Yeah, bring yeah. back all the classics. Um, uh, so. By the way, Max, I want to say I didn't edit the shot of greed thing that I made into the last episode because I made it after I was past that point in editing. But if you want to use it on this one, uh, feel free. I want to use it for literally the entirety of this entire podcast. Yeah. It was so fucking good. It's very, Please. very yeah. good. Thank you. You 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 knocked it out of the park. You Babe Ruthed it to the nth degree, my man. It's it's something that's been like knocking around in my head for like more than a year. Like I remember telling you about it at NecoCon, and now it's just I finally uh, got around to making it. So, oh, you said NecoCon. Now I'm sad. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sad too. Anyways, uh, what's everybody? I'm gonna drown what's my sorrows. Everybody drinking. I have a busy strawberry kiwi hard seltzer. Hmm. You know, you already know what the fucking is for me. I bought this 100 proof vodka. By God, I'm going to drink it all. I really fear for you, <laughs> Max, in like a very fear. genuine way. God will let I me forget. die. Why did you buy that? Why? What did you buy that for? Because it wasn't for Shot of Greed originally, was it? Um... It was to calm my nerves before Pokemon battles because I always get like horrible anxiety shakes before I do a Pokemon battle. So why did you buy an unpleasant drink to do that with? I don't know. It's nostalgic. Sure. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Throw back to your college when days. You, when you're a college student, you want to buy the cheapest stuff that gets you the most fucked up. Yeah. That, that's yeah. That's Sailor what I Jerry. Oh God. Uh, you, you got water, Argyle. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm drinking water. I'll open it. You know. Here. here. Well, right. I'm opening the next to my Yeti, but... I'll, I'll base uh, boost it in post, don't worry. Oh, yeah, base boost the fuck out of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alright, Dan, what you got? So, uh, I've decided to do something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is an alcoholic, but it's a, it's something unique. So, I have two cans before me. They are both of the same general brand, but different flavors. <laughs> two cans diverse on a table. Only one of them can be America's Next Top Model. <laughs> One, one only tells truth and one only tells one lies. One of them is delicious. The other is filled with deadly poison. <laughs> uh, so, I've got Coca-Cola with coffee. Oh, oh I've, I've heard it's good. I've heard good All things, right. yeah. All right, so I've got these cans before me. I've got caramel and I've got dark blend. Mm. Which should I drink? I'm voting caramel. for caramel. Yeah. Caramel. Caramel, okay. Uh, I'll always go for the sweeter open. option. Uh, yeah, I love a caramel. I like a sweet coffee. Damn. How's that taste Is sensation? It good? It's surprisingly good. Nice. Hey. I'm glad that we once again... I'm, I'm glad that you're like the Guy Fieri of the podcast, Dan, and that you always bring the fun flavor of, of like real-life products to try on air. Yeah, I mean, our own Zeke Flambe, you know, he's... That's true. Yeah, not the genuine article, not the real Zeke Flambe, of course, but... Yeah, well, he's too expensive to get all the time. Yeah, but you know, we've got we've got a big fan here and uh, kind of emulating mm-hmm. some of his uh, yeah. more eccentric qualities. Yeah, I don't usually drink uh, coffee without cream, 
But uh, well, this works. It works co- really well. Yeah, it's coffee with Coke. Coke of cola. Mm. This episode brought to you by Coca Cola. Enjoy a nice Coca Cola. That just, I mean, honestly, to me, it just sounds like a a heart a heartburn potion. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Though, can you a imagine po- a potion of hurt your throat? Could you imagine giving a uh, coffee Coca Cola to an eighteen hundreds cocaine addicted uh, dandy? Yeah, uh, they, they do great. Honestly, they'd probably be. They'd be like, "What is this them. water?" We we always talk about how one taste of Dorito can t- one chip of Dorito chip contains more. <laughs> Uh, flavor blasted cheese uh, blasted flavor than a uh, surf would have had in its entire lifetime in the 1400s what about yeah. uh what about the amount of uh energy and uh stimulants in a single ca- uh can of uh yeah, giving coke co- of cola coffee yeah, giving coffee coca-cola cola. black to one of those people to just like wean them off of cocaine and get them on a healthier lifestyle that's right Detox. damn Coca-Cola for good. Thank you, Coca-Cola, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. We're, we're sponsored by the PepsiCo you. Corporation. Wait. Wait. No, that's the other Wait. one. Wait. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like the fucking Coke police are going to get you. Yeah. Uh, so back to the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kaiba Man is able to play a card called... Well, I think... Okay, first of all, he already has, like, one blue eyes on the field, because fucking of course he does. But he plays a card called Burst Through Destruction, which, as we know, is Blue Eyes' attack name. By the way, which the way basically... he gets that Blue Eyes on the field is by summoning Kaiba Man. Yep, he summons Kaiba Man and then tributes Kaiba Man to summon Blue Eyes. He doesn't summon rules. himself Kaiba Man. He summons another Kaiba Man. Another one. Yeah. They two come in twos. You come in Dude, um, twos. Oh my god, there's two of them. Kill now. your double. Kill your double. And and then he so the card's called Burst Room of Destruction, which is you know it's Blue Eyes' attack. It can destroy everything on the field, but Blue Eyes can attack that turn. But it doesn't fucking matter because he plays this thing called Manju of a Thousand Hands. Which I love this guy. Monster to his hand. Yeah, it's, we yeah. see him for like a second, but he's cool and scary looking. Yeah, he looks yeah. he looks like a like a Dark Souls monster or something. Or... He looks like him yeah. Chaos from Hades. Oh, yeah. I mean, Manju uh, of the Thousand Hands is already a from soft boss yeah. ass name. Yeah. So Kaiba Man's telling Jaden that uh, it's a he knows he's afraid, but he's got to accept his fears as any true duelist would. Mm-hmm. And uh, while doing this, he does some shit to summon Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. Well, yeah, he just fucking does it. It's cool. Be- he does it. Oh. Before before we get there, there's a couple things I want to say. This this episode, first of all, is like a love letter back to the first episode of du- Duel Monsters. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It's extremely, extremely self-referential. So there's a point, actually, where um, Kaiba Man... Like, I think it's right after he destroys Bubble Man, actually, where it's just like, your cards are weak. And uh, Judai almost word for word says, my deck has no pathetic cards. Yes, thank you. Um, I got that too, Audrey. That was really good. And it was, it's like, it's it's... So good. It's such a like a nice direct reference back to the first episode of Duel Monsters. Um second of all, as Kaiba is collecting more blue eyes on his field, it, again, it cuts right back to Manjame again, being like, damn, this is just like Seto Kaiba's deck. He's yeah, like, he's like no. so close to getting it. Um, yeah, he has he has a revelation uh, that yeah, this is exactly the same as Seto Kaiba's deck. Uh which you really probably could have just guessed before he even played anything. Right. But yeah. You know, the one person in the literal world who has a blue eyes card, let alone three. Right. Um, there's another point in, in the middle of this as well, as I, I think it's right when he summons Ultimate Dragon, where um, Judai's thirst for Kaiba Man reaches unholy levels. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, out of nowhere, he's like, 
like Kaiba Man's like, are you enjoying dueling? And like, like I'm having fun. And Judo's like, yeah, my heart is pounding. You're amazing. And like, with, like the most like love, love struck voice and expression on his face. I'm just like, it's fine, buddy. I'm sorry, but his heart belongs to another. His heart belongs to an Egyptian woman. He's from way older than years you ago. Too. <laughs> yeah. God. Um. At one point, so yeah, Judai is does some crazy bullshit to like he he gets a necro fear man or whatever dark, necro dark man in the mm-hmm. graveyard, which lets him summon Edge Man. He like does a play that would destroy Blue Eyes Ultimate, but Kaiba Man uses Defusion. Defusion getting a lot of play in this entire show, by the way. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, fusion, fusion and defusion. So like, I, I think it's just more that we're getting more fusions in general, so they're using defusion yeah. I love more it. as well. Mm-hmm. Like fusion, yeah, um, fusion is the core mechanic of GX. Yeah, I, I really like it. It's just it's just cool. It's like, what if we put them together? What if we made them kiss? Yeah, I've always been um, a big fusion fan. Just yeah, and then so at this point, he has three separate blue eyes that are attacking Judai directly, and he has this very fucking unhinged Kaiba ass line. Oh my tough, god! Yeah, invincible, unbeatable, crushing force, honorable defeat, great applause. Like fuck yeah, dude, go off. <laughs> Ten, oh, one hundred, one thousand, Kaiba thunder. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, oh, it rules. He is, like, the most Kaiba. My note here is he is just straight up, Kaiba Man is just straight up Kaiba, but somehow more unhinged. He's, mm-hmm. he's like... More he's, obsessed with the dragons. And, and, and also, I think, more, like, conscious of public image, or less conscious, rather, of public image, right? Yeah. Where he's just like, I get to say this whacked out villain shit because, I, because it's what I feel in my heart. <laughs> and yeah, I don't have to I'm- worry about stonks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck in a cave underground. Nobody's gonna see this. I'll, only these four children and all these weird dual spirits. So who cares? I mean, it's not. It's not Kaiba. It's not Kaiba. Mm. It's not Kaiba. Kaiba. Is it? It's. It can't. It's. It's not. It's the dual spirit. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm of the belief that it cannot be Kaiba. Well, I don't think this is Kaiba. No, neither do I. Though I. I, do, I can't believe it's I not have, Kaiba. Like, I do have a headcanon that. Um, it is like Kaiba's call, which is like becoming increasingly nuts after his like mind keeps unraveling after travel to the afterlife on the weekends to see his dead oh boyfriend for years on end. He's just like, mm. this is what his psyche looks like now. Yeah, c- c- Audrey, I'm going to hit you with a, a cosine because that was some real shit yeah. you just said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when the smoke clears after the attack, Judah is lying dead on the ground. Yeah, it must yeah. also be like a, a little weird being like, do we have any... Uh- I guess we do have other cards that are directly based on people, but none that are alive. Uh, so it, it it might be a little strange being like the guy that I am uh, is a mm-hmm. real person that exists and uh, runs this school that I am inhabiting. I don't know what the deal is, but <laughs> and presumably created the card too. He certainly did. I mean, that's the thing. Kaiba understands that there are people outside of Domino City and outside of Dual Academia that play the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! So he needs people to be reminded that he is the one who owns the game now. The cards are still made by Industrial Illusions, aren't they? I, th- I mean, at this point, I feel like Kaiba probably bought it out. Probably. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that's my simple... That's simply yeah. my headcanon. So Jaden is, like, freaking out, but he realizes that everything's okay, his friends are okay, and, like... Kaiba Man gives, like, this inspirational speech about Jaden <laughs> yes. that... He gives this inspirational speech to Jaden how it's how it's okay to be afraid, but also not to be afraid of defeat. Mm-hmm. Because the important thing is, 
you have to know how to lose, but you also know how to get back up again. Yeah, Chumbawamba. You got you got to know how to hold them, know when to fold them. I feel like yeah. <laughs> Maybe Kenny Rogers was got Kaiba Man, Kenny Man, and know when to run. Um, I, <laughs> I I I feel like this is one of these morals of the story that works better in theories than in practice because there are very real lives on on the line, and losing yeah. does have very real effects here. Mm-hmm. Um, as we saw with uh, both Kronos and. Uh, uh, Rio and Rio, yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's more. I think maybe they might have just spun it the wrong way. It's maybe just like don't be afraid of losing, but like you you have to face like yeah. you can't let that fear overcome you, and you have to face it straight on to be able to like still win. And you know, in uh, light of like overwhelming odds, um, it's just that I feel like I don't know about it in the sub, but in the dub, they might have just said it a little wrong, you know. Yeah. yeah I, no. Yeah. I, it's it's just it's normal to have fear, but don't let your fear control you. Mm-hmm. Right. I think also. Mm-hmm. I mean, and who who cares? He's a dual spirit. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the points I think that was trying to be made there as well is that like you can't be paralyzed by feel fear because you'll just lose automatically, right? Yeah. Exactly. So mm-hmm. You either losing your mind. You either you either duel or you die. <laughs> um, yeah. If you if you die in the duel, you die in real life. That's largely the end. Right. Yeah, well, Kaiba Man walks away, and, like, the mist starts to, like, you know, build up again. I wish as again, he was walking he... away, he did the, the thumbs up like Yami did. Oh, that my God, so I would have fucking, good. like, screamed. But no, he just says, close your eyes and wish to go back and you'll go home, which is some weird fucking Peter Pan bullshit. My final oh, message. It works. Oh, and the, it's changed it, the world. Yeah, in the dub, he says that Winged Karibo will tell you how to get out, and then Winged Karibo tells them to close their eyes and wish to go back to the real world. Yeah. It tells? Well, it, it makes a Karibo noise and, uh... Jaden oh, speak it. English, of course, but Jaden can yeah. talk to it. It's like speaking droid, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're they're fine, and they wake up, and they're like, you know, they're still in their towels, and they get spit back out of the water. And then we kind of cut over. The last sort of scene we get is they're like walking over the big old bridge, and they're like, "Wow, that bath wasn't fucking relaxing at all." Yeah, but I got a <laughs> bunch of boiled eggs. Let's eat them. Excuse Nasty me. Boys. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, because you're like, oh yeah, show show has a basket of fucking hard boiled eggs, and he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I boiled these in the hot spring. You want some? And she was like, I'll have three, and I was like, I'll have five. And show's like, no, you fucking won't. I love new we, show. We don't get any of that. It's just uh, you don't get the fucking egg plot. So sad. Yeah, I mean, Des Koala and uh, Wing Karibo are still there, and they're the show. Cyrus is like, oh wow, I'm sure glad all those dual spirits are gone. Uh, <laughs> and uh yeah just then as we we were cutting to the end uh jaden we, we just get a little goof of jaden going like hey cyrus i got your towel uh here and cyrus uh asks for it back and jaden like snaps him with it you just know oh, that's cute you just hear the sound yeah yeah this is mm-hmm. this is also the point where show is like wow had another weird dream not gonna yeah. think about yeah, that. Yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> like, and c- c- come on, bro. Like, shows walking in front, and then it's Hayato, who's immediately followed by Desk Koala, followed yeah. by Judai, who's followed by Wink Rebo. So, like, the two of them can both see their card spirits, and shows, like, not gonna ruin my day. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really hope that, like, and it's almost certainly we'll get this where Show has that realization of, like, oh shit, oh fuck, it's also terribly real. <laughs> He'll start seeing an arrow morph at some point. It'll happen, but it just hasn't yet. Oh, God. Oh, my uh, God. I'm, glad, I'm glad the internet fucking cut you out for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Cyrus's persona is an arrow morph. Someday I'm going to have to do 
a post show on everyone's no, personas in this one. Uh, his persona's yeah. fucking putt putt. Oh, oh my god, his persona putt putt. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have a persona, but he does have a TF sona. Uh, yeah, he has a. He's a, he's a clanker. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Welcome. <laughs> don't don't fucking post that emoji, Argyle. Come on. Welcome to my zone. Uh, um. So so speaking of your zone, Audrey, now we're in my zone because the fucking new ending song we got is basically all American rejects. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and the best fucking amazing. part is, can I tell you? It's sung by Judai's voice actor. Oh, it's oh. sung by Ken. It's sung by Ken. Cool. Well, yeah, he's like a musician K-E-N-N. or something. Yeah, it's real. I, I uh, search it. I don't know what it's called, but like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX Japanese ending too. I really fucking like it. It goes really, really hard. I dig it. And like every time they say an English lyric, Judai like jumps up as he's walking and we see like a flash of all his friends behind him. It's just fucking, it's good. I love it. GX is a fucking good TV show. I'm telling you. Yeah. It we, fucking whips. Uh, we, get, we get the same ending of the <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Maybe next season you'll get something. Yeah, new. I don't know. Do they do say. they do anything? They new never change the OP or ED. Well, they well, might add like sucks, a little dude. thing. The, hey, it's a good song. Well, it is good. I mean, but like, but I, I, I do like changing it up sometimes. And also, sometimes the, you gotta change the flavor. The the mm. uh, again, knowing what is coming up for us, the um contrast between get your game on and the genocide. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do quite like that. Sometimes you uh, art is juxtaposition and emotions, and we love it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, hey, it's yeah, it's time on? to get it. Yeah, you want to get your game on? I want to get my game on. I want to get my game on, Colonel. I'm trying to get my game on. <laughs> Dan, you get your game on first, and tell us what you've been up to. Okay, I've been playing a couple games, and this one I've been meaning to talk about for a couple weeks now. Uh, I've been playing Destiny 2. Nice. Uh, hey. Since the last time I talked about it, and we're, and it's gone quite a way since then, uh, a new season dropped. Uh, this season is about uh, the Cabal and uh, Empress Keitel, a big... Lady with huge tusks who... Oh, uh, there is a huge tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she's Cabal. Big old fucking tusks. I don't know, I've never seen a female Cabal before. They might have huge tits. Uh, I wouldn't know. Uh, but but a female Cabal have huge tusks. That's a fact. Sure, um, of course. We know that. Uh, she she uh, fails to negotiate an alliance with the Guardians, and they are having a war. Uh... Also, Toro Bottle fell to the hive. Uh, oh, damn, that makes me so fucking sad. I know what all these words mean. Yeah, I know who Toro Bottle is. No, I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Who's Toro Bottle? The Cabal lost their home world. Anyways. Oh, no. oh, no. Yeah. So we've got this interesting, like, uh, complicated th- chain of, like, uh, relationships. We have this new feature called Battlegrounds, or, like, basically strikes that are just three-part combat arenas. They, they're really held up because they have like they have like varying dialogue for each for each time you go through it like oh. like there'll be like two uh characters who will be commenting on it and like it'll change up with each one so like sometimes it'll be uh Osiris and uh Saladin sometimes it'll be one of Osiris and Crow sometimes it'll be Amanda Holiday and uh Crow etc cetera, etc cetera. 
Oh, by the way, Aldrin Sov uh, is a guardian now. His name's Crow. He doesn't remember being Aldrin Sov. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm nodding solemnly. I'm sorry, I don't know who uh, that is either. Yeah. Destiny 2 is good. One last thing to mention, which is that they added a special quest that's like a weird Resident Evil, not quite survival horror, I wouldn't describe it like that, but it's got puzzles, it's spooky, uh, you shoot stuff and it's really difficult to do on your own, so you need to bring other people with you to do uh, it. I'll buy it at a yeah. high price. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Maybe cool. once Destiny 2 gets cross-play, I'll, I'll start playing it again, but mm. until then... Yeah, I heard. I hear they're integrating it. Uh, yeah, I've heard that they're planning. They want to do that like this year, but who knows? I, I've yeah. heard. I'm. I've heard they're checking. Yeah, they're checking. The one rule is like, unless you're like with playing with like friends, uh, that you can't uh, crossplay uh, uh, com- PVP stuff because you know. I don't it, play Destiny for the broken. PVP, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you play, Argyle? Oh, what what have I been playing? Yes. Yes. Took you long enough. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, shit, I have been playing a few different things. So I started playing Monster Hunter World again. I actually started yes. a completely new file. I'm still in low rank. I got a ways into high rank the first time I played through, but now I'm, I, I, I started all anew, and I'm I'm just working my late way through low rank. Who cares? I'm ready for Monster Hunter Rise to come out. Anyways, uh, I've also been playing Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. Uh, for my birthday, Dan very graciously bought me Cook, Serve, Delicious 3. So I'm playing the one that came before it, uh, because I never got around to it before I get to 3. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I don't know if I like it as much as the first one. I think the moment-to-moment gameplay I like more, but like the the quote-unquote like campaign or like story mode is a little less focused than the first one was. And Yeah, it's... It's more about just, like, doing the moment-to-moment gameplay over and over. Uh, uh, less about, like, building up a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. It, it, it's, I, I, yeah, like I said, I think, I think the, the, the basic, like, cooking gameplay is better. But outside of that, it, it I, I, w- I wasn't expecting that change. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I do still think I like it better than the first one, though. It's, the, the cooking is very fun. Um... I also played a little game called uh, Gato Roboto. Oh, I fucking love that game! Yeah, it's it's a fun little Metroidvania uh, published by Devolver and made by... I don't remember who made it, who the developers are, but uh, it, it's just a, a little Metroidvania where you play as a cat piloting a, a, a robot mech. Uh, pretty pretty simple. Uh, you, you can beat it in like a couple hours. It, yeah, it's short. Yeah, it, it's very short, like... Even if you 100% it, you can beat it in, like, probably mm-hmm. three hours. Um, yeah, it's, it's very cute. You can eject out of the robot anytime and just play in cat mode, uh, which has the benefit of additional agility. Like, you can climb up walls and swim and shit, but you die in one hit, so you don't want to run into mm-hmm. any enemies. Uh, just a, a fun little Metroidvania, so if you're looking for something like that uh, that you can knock out in maybe an afternoon or two, uh, check it out. Yeah. It's like 15 bucks on Switch, something like that. It's nice and cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have been playing a wonderful JRPG by the name of Bravely Default 2. 2. Uh, <laughs> last week, a uh, friend, guest guest artist of the show Gigalithic, 
play Paradise Killer, um, talked about it, like a lot of like the mechanical aspects of it. So I'm here to say that I'm on chapter, I think four. Um, I have only two more asterisks to get, which are the jobs of the game. And let me fucking tell you, the game is breaking before my eyes. I'm at the point where I can like, I'm getting jobs that can do fucking crazy shit, like raise your limit on brave points, and like, I'm get, oh, I got damn. the fucking really good skill that like when you dodge you get a brave point, Ooh. and you get two brave points when you block with one of like the 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 it's like called Bastion. Shout out to Bastion Misawa. Interesting. Um, it it I fucking you know really good magic classes end game. I Basically, you like a, all a of the last dragoon fucking whips. Dragoon has a really good. I know like, you love to jump thunder. Dragoon has a skill that can make everyone in your party jump at once. Wow. It really fucking treads. Um, it's good as hell. All the classes got reworked. Almost all the classes got reworked. And it's a lot more refined. And, like, basically every single late game class is a total game changer. And the music, as always, it's Revo music, so it fucking slaps. There are so many different battle themes. Like, you get to the point where when you know, like, the main regular monster battle theme changes, you know that something cool is happening. And the regular monster battle theme in the second part is, like... It is on par with the first asterisk boss theme that person's name is, which if you know it, it's this insane like violin arpeggio song that just like goes fucking ham the entire time. So good music, good game. I think the graphics are fine. I think it looks kind of cute. It's they they stylize the characters well enough. Fucking JRPG, play it. Audrey, what do you got? I have finally finished the bad game. The evil You did it! The evil is defeated. Are you done with Fallout 4? I'm done You're with, off I'm, of Todd's evil ride. I'm fucking Woo! done with Fallout 4. Uh, Yay! Thank God. thank God. Now I never have to play it again. Um, <laughs> and Until you do. Until you do. Uh, probably not. Uh, and <laughs> I did a very quick, like, portal cleanse. Um, it's oh. been... Mm. It's probably been, like, eight years since I played the first portal game. Or something like that. So I'd yeah. actually... It'd been long enough for me to actually forget the puzzle solutions although portals mm-hmm. if if you know how to play any of the portal games the solutions aren't very complicated to begin with especially in the first one yeah. uh so it you know it took me like three hours so i did a quick portal cleanse still a great game holds up so fucking well um i can't believe the orange box was the best uh thing to happen to video games ever uh but um after that I went, and play is, I would say, maybe um, a lenient term for how you interact (laughs) with this particular piece of media, but I did go through the entirety of Hotful Boyfriend for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I saw you tweeting about that. Yeah, Yeah, so... For those of you who don't know about Hotable Boyfriend, God bless Somehow. you. Uh, Hot Boyfriend is nominally a dating sim parody where you go to bird school, which is for birds. You are a human girl. You go to bird school, which is for birds. Everyone else is a bird and you date birds. The school I, shit is for the birds. I went and got every single ending. I used the guy to get every single ending because to get wow. any ending, to get any ending is like a feat within itself. Uh, mostly you get killed by birds. Uh, <laughs> Just mostly, like real life. Uh, mostly you have like one semester to lock yourself into a romance track. And if you don't, you get murdered by the bird Illuminati. This is not a joke. Uh, it's true. Fuck yeah, dude. But, uh, I ended up getting all, I guess it's technically 16 endings if you count what's called the bad ending, uh, which is you get murdered by birds and everyone else's endings as well. 
murdered by crows, you mean? Yeah. Uh, have you gotten uh, Bad Boy's Love? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the true ending. I So the true ending, it took most of the routes you can get through, especially since a lot of it repeats and there's like a fast forward button between like 30 minutes to an hour. Um, the true ending took me three hours and I came out of it in a fugue. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds about right. I did I did the entire three-hour ending because I'm like, I have no idea how long this is going to go. Uh, and then it's, it basically, it turns into, you get through like the first semester exactly the same as all the other endings. And then it turns into like Umineko. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like fucking whips. fantastic. It's like, this is a very different genre of uh, visual novel. I've played both. I've played Umineko, but. Interesting. Uh, now for something completely different, it's murder and intrigue and, like, sci-fi shit, and also there's a pandemic and a scarecrow. It goes through so many genres so quickly that it's it's honestly whiplash. It's a buck-wild experience. I came out of it three hours later having no idea what had happened. The sunset while I was playing it. like <laughs> Oh, that's great. Like, I, I literally came out of it feeling like a brand new bitch, and I don't know who that bitch is, but, uh, Hotful Boyfriend. And now I'm replaying Metro 2033 and seeing if I can complete that, but. Oh, prob- nice. But yeah, I probably I, I, won't. Aw, uh, damn. I played Metro, uh, like, the first two games a couple years ago. They're really good. It's um, a fun game. It's just way too dark. I can't see anything. Yeah. Turn your game off. I don't know. I mean, I. Turn your game off. And get your game off. But before we get our game off, I'd like to read a little something-something. Because oh. if you are of the gracious sort to give us $10 a month on Patreon.com slash greed, we will read your name aloud in the middle of the episode. Mm-hmm. So thank you to our $10 patrons, Boo Boo Hakusho, Eriviru, Jazz Dumpster, Morg, comma, Haunting the, Nero Wyvern, Number One Edelgard Stan, and Sarvis the Drow, who is tuning in, listening to the episode right now. Thank you all. Very much. Yeah, we'll tell you more about the Patreon later. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there in the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, all right, buckle up, bitches! It's Ojama time. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Hey, it's me. Uh, this is episode ah. thirty-five of season one, called "Sibling Rivalry." That's it. What's That's it called? What it is. Thumb? Yeah, we're fucking dealing with brotherly bonds. Ojama Delta Hurricane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike, but before we get into it, my mouth genuinely hurt from how much I was smiling at these funny little guys. In case anyone at this point fucking doubts my love for these miserable creep characters, <laughs> it's fucking genuine. I don't know what to say to you. We love so these little good. tiny, these little perverts. The the <laughs> Ojamas. What I'm, oh, I always call them, but it's true. The mm-hmm. the Ojamas are simultaneously the worst thing I've ever seen and also the best part of the Yu-Gi-Oh franchise. No, I will not be explaining. You don't need to. <laughs> you simply don't need to. Yeah. Um, this is when starts out. Manjame's in his room. It's been two months since he's moved back into the school and like all of his precious furniture and paintings and antiques take up too much room and they're like all yeah. on a tarp outside and his room is so fucking cramped his, he hates it, poor guy. His yeah. Pinterest board dreams are shot to shit, man. <laughs> yeah, like he's got this massive bed. I can't get tiny ass door. Yeah, he's got this massive bed and all this other shit like taking up just all the space and he can't like even walk around in it. And he's like, oh yeah, back in Obelisk Blue we had like turned down service, we had everything we and now i'm i'm stuck in slifer red 
and uh, I don't even have a door on my room because I had to take it off to get all this shit in here. Um, and then Jaden and so Cyrus good. show up, and they're like, "Hey, what's yeah. up?" And they, they jump on the bed and they start hopping around. They are here to cause problems on purpose. They are little <laughs> gremlins so, in this scene. It's amazing. It's so cute. They know what they're it's doing. It's so cute. Yeah. It's just it's animated in a really like pleasant way, and like they bounce like only on the keyframes, so it looks all choppy. But it's just like still they're talking normally. It's 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 just a, a a treat for the eyes. I love these funny little boys. And it goes on for a long time. Like this entire scene basically like takes place scene. with them bouncing on the bed. So they they're like, Manjame, we have news for you," and like they're bouncing on the bed and they're bouncing him on the bed. It's like popcorn, uh, like mm-hmm. when you were a little kid at summer camp and you were on a trampoline or something. It's so good. And it, I don't know if you guys had the same popcorn experience as I had. Um, yes, of I got you. But uh, they like they are going. They are delivering this message while bouncing on the bed. Manjame is yelling at them while they bounce on the bed. They are having an entire full conversation while bouncing Manjame on this bed. Uh, yes, it's mm-hmm. it's so good. What is the conversation they're having? Uh, the Chancellor Shepard wants to see them. What's better, Commander Shepard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Phil. And um, um, it's an emergency. Yeah. And fucking Dr. Phil and Catboy Sensei are there. But it's not a seven stars emergency. No. No. Uh, you see, someone's trying to buy out Dual Academy. <laughs> get rid of everyone there and shut it down. So, I have a... But, possibly want to do this. I have a question yeah. for Argyle and Dan. How, um, how does uh, Dr. Phil describe the owner of the school in the dub? <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah he says the owner agreed to uh to this deal uh and then we get a cut to like kaiba from the back on just like a you know dream space just going like all right i'll sell it to you on one condition you need to be one of my students in a duel he says it's not about the money it's about the cards yeah <laughs> We get something similar in the sub, but, like, before it actually cuts over to the back of Kaiba's head and him making this arrangement, uh, Dr. Phil is explaining the situation. Someone wants to buy the school out of nowhere, and Manjame's like, why would anyone agree to that? And Dr. Phil just looks at them and goes, our owner is an odd man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I don't don't think we get that. That is the And then it cuts over it's like a straight a smash cut to Kaiba, like talking about. It's kind of a freak <laughs> ass. He's kind of bad with it. Um, it's like and like. Well, I was just saying, it's like he's gay and he has too much money. What do you want from him? <laughs> exactly, we can't expect that much. And he's talking to um, Manjame's brothers, as we can clearly tell in the flashback. And he says, "No duel, no, like no student at the academy would lose to him. Like if you win, you can have the entire school for free." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking rips. And of course, Judai's like, I'm going to be the duelist. And they say, mm, actually, the duelist has been decided. And yeah. of course, it's Manjame because it's Manjame's brothers are trying to buy the school. And what yeah, would you know? They they're calling on, right now. Yeah, hey, they show up on video. Uh, they talk about complete world domination. Uh, yeah. And Slade. Reminder that their names are Slade and Jagger, yes. Yeah, Slade and Jagger. Oh my god. Slade is... <laughs> Slade I, is... <laughs> I hate. I hate. It's... I mean... <laughs> Listen, <sighs> if if one of them's named Chaz, of course they're going to have equally ridiculous names. I guess I I, I know I don't remember the middle brother's name, but the older brother that that Monterey duels is named Chosaku, which is just right. you know 
a Nora mole name. Um, and taking it past the already batshit proposal of if you beat a kid at my school, you can have the entire thing for free. There are some conditions to this duel. And yeah. those conditions are that... So first of all, Chosaku has that fucking, you know, briefcase of big boy cards that he was going to give Manjume, but Manjume refused. So he's like, all right, I get to use those. And also, the fucking owner of the school agreed that you would be handicapped to have no monsters stronger than 500 attack points. Yeah. Kaiba? Listen, this is Kaiba, funny. Kaiba like made that up. Yeah. Kaiba was like, this will be fucking so cool, dude. I love Kaiba it. Yeah. looked My at school. the Manjume brothers and stared at them and went, I love having fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll just buy another yeah, school. No, Who the fuck no, cares? It's, it's fine. That any of my kids could beat these these assholes. They need a handicap to make it, you know, a little more exciting. I have the best school with the best students, so it has. So of course they'll win. Of course uh, they'll what? win. We love it what? because I'm Seto Kaiba and I don't do anything wrong. One uh, tiny. I've never problem. done anything wrong in my life. One tiny problem with this plan, however, Majime yeah. doesn't have any cards that fit the bill. <laughs> Yeah. He's too good well, at dueling. Okay. He doesn't, it's not that he doesn't have any, it's that he only has one. And it's Ojami Yellow. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, <laughs> so he, he he refuses to, to. it's not that he refuses uh, outright, but he's like, uh, he, he he says like, oh, well, we might we might as well start packing our bags now, because I'm not going to win this. Um, <laughs> and everybody's like shit talking him. They're like, oh, well... This is, we're all gonna have to leave. This is all Chaz's fault. I bet he actually wanted to lose. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna throw the match. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, they're like, well, if the if the Manjame brothers win, then wouldn't this school become Manjame's? And Judai's Judai's there to defend his honor. Yeah. Yeah. He says that of course Chaz is a good duelist, and he knows because he dueled Chaz himself. And, hmm. Oh, the polycule. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Um, but. Fucking Catboy Sensei is here, sitting on the steps, and he's like, well, I know of a place where you can find other... Yeah, he he does the fucking, like, lighting from below, looking evil, and he says, I know a place where you can find doo-doo dog shit cards. (laughs) In the forest, there's a well where all the students throw away their fucking shit booster pack pulls. Go there, but you get fucking haunted by a ghost. y'all watch the ring? You're gonna die in seven days. All these cards. Let me, are, let me call dueling Zach Baggins over. All these cards are really fucking mad because they they got abandoned by the people who drew them. But uh, and they also suck shit. It's your only hope. <laughs> also suck shit because they all suck, and you <laughs> need cards that suck. Have fun, fucker. <laughs> but actually, I mean, think about it. Like, imagine you're like, okay, there's welcome to the grudge slash the ring. That is that is the concept of this well, essentially. But the ghost sucks shit. So do you really need to worry? <laughs> It's just the ghost like, of a yeah. little pervert man in a swimsuit, and he's just... He, he doesn't kill you, he just annoys you while you're trying to sleep he or whatever. He bothers you. Yeah. Like, we, we... You know, the next sort of scene is is, is Manjume and Judai walking in the forest. Judai's like... Manjume doesn't want Judai to follow him, but Judai's like, you know, following Jayden the entire time. Jaden is singing the theme like, song to the show. Yes. Yeah, the, he's Oh singing, my god. He's, sing, he's singing Get Your Game On. I love this bit. It's diegetic. Yeah, he's not even yeah. just, like, humming the melody. He's singing the lyrics to it. Oh my god. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there is a great series of lines here where yes. <laughs> where uh, they are approaching the well and Judah's like, are you concerned, Manjame? And Manjame's like, there's, like, don't worry. Like, no, I'm not worried. There's no such thing as card ghosts. And immediately, as soon as he has finished saying this final syllable, um, the ghosts appear. And, <laughs> yeah. and without missing a beat, he goes, oh, oh darn, they're really here. Yeah. Oops. Oh, fuck, dude. Just like... But it's fine. The beats of it. 
Yeah, mm, one the of them flies. Of it all. Yeah, one of them flies through them, but it doesn't do anything because it's they're weak. so weak. <laughs> it it just doesn't do anything. It's, I love it. It's so fucking funny. Ghosts are real, but they can also be dog shit ghosts. <laughs> yeah, look, we ghosts are real, we've but all they got, suck like, zero shit. attack points. We can't do anything to you. <laughs> Ghostbuster mm-hmm. Slimer ass ghosts. Not even because Slimer could do That's something. True. Slimer could eat yeah. hot dogs. These ghosts could not eat a hot dog. These ghosts couldn't even drink hot dog water. <laughs> but we go into the well, and, like, you know, cards are strewn about. Yeah. And then we see them. Oh. Immediately. <laughs> then we fucking see them. Yeah. We get Ojama Black, a, a little tubby man, uh, like a little goblin with a huge snaz, like shark teeth. Uh, in the dub, he has he does, as Dan said, NYC Guido voice. He's talking like this. <laughs> Like hey hey bub well, hey Busta what do you what, what do you want with me? Come on I'm a good card I swear. Already, I'm already feeling the joy I felt when I first watched the episode. And then you got Ojama Green. Yeah. Oh what yeah. were you saying, He's Audrey? So I, he looks like a Willy Wonka nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like if you played him you could draw half a card. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like. It looks like a fucking, like, magic eight ball. It looks like a and nerd then fucked the fucking... carpet. Uh, no, sorry, wrong podcast. Uh... <laughs> Ojama Green is fucking beefed out. He is torqued to all hell. Yeah. yeah. He is so goddamn muscle-bound. I don't believe yeah. that Ojama o- Green has zero attack points. Mm-hmm. Ojama Green works no, it's out. It's like, it's, it's like in Dragon Ball when Trunks and Vegeta got so strong in Super Saiyan, their muscles made it so they couldn't even move well. It's like that. Ojama Green uh, should have just... one attack point. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets one. You can attack. He, yeah, he's once. like one eye and like a weird like, you know, squarish head. He's, he's they're, Long they're tongue, always hanging man. out of his mouth. Long old tongue. You get that fucking Gene Simmons slurp slurp. Yeah. Mmm. Mm. And they, they, they cry because they can't hurt Manjame because they're so shitty and weak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then Ojama Yellow pops out and they have a family reunion. Yeah. I was like, all, like, I had genuine tears in my eyes laughing so hard at this family reunion. They're so happy to see each other. I was before, so happy to see them. Before Ojama Yellow pops out, they're like, oh no, if only our lost brother was here so we could be at least a little bit useful. Where are you, Ojama Yellow? And Ojama Yellow's like, did somebody say my name? <laughs> to like, hello, boys. To like sitcom applause. Uh, mm-hmm. I was clapping. <laughs> yeah, he Kramer's into the well. <laughs> uh, everybody starts cheering. He's on Cosmo fire. Yeah, Cosmo Jama. Cosmo Jama. And and then like all like they they start crying and begging Monjume to let them out because they're so weak. And then like every single dual spirit of every card in the well is like popping out. And like begging Manjme, and and like he fucking hates it. They're making so much noise. He hates it, but he says, "Okay, fine. And I'll take all of you." And that's how Manjume June adopted fifty new children. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, Ojama I Yellow a, like. I think this is a great moment. I, I love that he takes on like all the it's cards. So good. And, Just, and Ojama Yellow like kisses him on the cheek. It's so cute. Just him and his twenty terrible, awful children. Oh um, yeah, yeah. He says on one condition. Uh, and the Ojama, Ojamas are immediately like, we, mandatory hugs? Like, they try to tackle him. Uh, my, it's, he's the fucking Gru of Dual Academia. My shitty yes. cards, 0F, 0F, 0M, 0M, 0F, 0M, have unionized. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
And we just cut over the duel starting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a... I saw someone, one of the Crunchyroll comms was like, I wish they had shown the deck building scene. I'm like, what do you fucking <laughs> need from this? What is, what, just like running through every pervert that he picked up in the well and like <laughs> picking which ones he wants? Yeah, like imagining a kind of guy who watches Yu-Gi-Oh! for the deck building, the rich fucking strategy with Make him. Make up a guy. Go to YouTube if you, want, if you want to see that shit. Come on. Yeah, you can watch a real human. So he starts, so, so he, the duel begins and... His brother's like, oh, you managed to get your deck together with only monsters under uh, 500 attacks, did you? And Montemay's like, oh, yep, yes. and double fuck you, I don't have a single attack point in my deck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, that's fun. He has chosen monsters His brother... that all have zero attack points. His brother is like literally doing Arthur fist shaking because he's like so fucking mad he's being taunted so hard right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and, and like Slade just goes fucking all out at the start. He's pulling out, he's pulling out Lord of D. He's got King Dragoon. He's got like four different dragons out on the field. And he's got Luster Dragon and, one and two. It's interesting. So yeah, he plays Luster Dragon one, two, and I think Hyozan Ryu for for the dub. In the sub, it's it's Emerald Dragon, Sapphire Dragon, and Diamond Dragon. So I don't know why they changed that. I thought it was cool. Uh, uh I I also want to point out so uh, Manjame is defending and hanging on but like barely throughout most yeah. of this yeah. duel uh yeah through a combination of he's like summoning his highest defense monsters that he has they're getting crushed every turn he has a magic card that only allows each of them to attack once per turn um, yeah Mm-hmm. Which kind of buys him a little bit of time as he continues to draw cards. But every time one of his cards gets sent to a graveyard, there's a moment where he's counting in his head. So the first one gets sent down. The second one gets sent. Oh, and goes, I, I wish we'd two. gotten that in the dub. Yeah. He, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been so good. And I thought, uh, so I thought what he was counting was the number of, of monsters that uh, Josaku had uh summoned actually not the number of his own cards i'd gone to the graveyard i thought he was gonna pull like some just desserts thing um oh that meant cool. yeah I, I thought he was gonna just like blast his ass with just desserts but uh yeah. he did not um yeah he did something better he did, mm-hmm. did he, do something better. he did do something better uh one of one of oh before he uh, gets that magic card that only allows them to uh <laughs> attack once per turn there is one card that he plays that i love the effect of so the second card that he plays gets destroyed while he has four monsters on the field and her effect is she casts depression yeah yeah <laughs> so she her effect me like literally the way it is read is that uh she uh causes other monsters to lose their will to move ending the turn <laughs> immediately and there's like you see yeah. like the black lines of depression sort of like and the mm-hmm. like music plays over the dragons mm-hmm. on Josaku's side there's, which is very funny to me there's one card that can take over the power of exodia the pression uh. uh so eventually Chaz Eventually. summons all three of the Ojamas at no, once. He pl- he, okay, I want to say he plays a spell card that makes him draw look at four cards in his deck. I guess, like, draw yeah. four. And whichever ones, if they're, like, level three or below monsters or something, he can he can summon them. Yeah, play and them he, right away. The three cards, their monster cards, are the three Ojamas plus Pot of Greed, which he doesn't get to play, but it does show up. Okay, do yeah. we count it? I I do not I do not think I don't we think it, uh, yeah I don't, I don't think, think it counts if he doesn't count. play it. I'm I'm just saying that exactly. the pot does okay. show up. It has a cameo appearance. 
everyone take a, a drink of a non-alcoholic drink. Uh, Already done. Great. Yeah. Way ahead of the game. But yeah, fucking Ojama's here, all three of them, my beautiful little men. And what they do... So first of all, first of all, first of all, Manjume says, I'll pay... I'll, I'll, I'll make you pay for making fun of me and making fun of them. And this, this fucking unhinged speech he gives here, he says, it's true that they have zero attack points. They're also ugly and unpleasant to be yeah. around, but they've taught yeah. me one thing. One thing. There's a layer below the bottom of the barrel. Compared to these things, I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, in the dub, it's completely different. He says, yeah, they, they, taught, they taught me a, a crucial lesson. Uh, and before I get to what that lesson is, all the Ojamas chime in, and they're uh, they're like, "Oh, uh, showers are optional. Flies taste good. Always eat dessert first. Uh, no, it's none of those. Uh, it's that real brothers support each other. Uh, unlike you know Slade and Jagger, the three Ojamas, they're brothers and they love each other and they they work well together. Uh, oh yeah, no. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then he, he plays uh, Ojama Hurricane. Ojama Delta Hurricane. And they they all, make it fucking clap. Oh, yeah. They all plant their asses together and spin around mm. in a circle. They they drop it and spin it. They fucking throw it back. Uh, I need to pull up the card art for Ojama Delta Hurricane because I looked it up and it was really good. Uh, it's, yeah. it's basically the three of them teaming up to do a huge beam attack. I mm-hmm. love it. Is, with their asses. It's just, it's just fucking... They're the perfect men. This is the only card that matters anymore. Well, I guess actually in the card art they're doing, they're all making like a triangle, like a delta. Like they have their arms, like they're all doing the Bloodborne make contact pose in different like yeah. formations. Yeah. But in the, in the, yeah, but in the, in the show they slam their fucking juicy delters yeah. together, which is way cooler. And, and this allows them, this allows Manjue to fucking destroy all of Chosaku's monsters on the field. Yeah. And then, and then fucking immediately after, He's like, he plays Thunder Crash. Yep. And then the Ujama's like, oh, fuck yeah, Thunder Crash. And they all turn around, they read the description yeah. out loud. And as <laughs> yeah. they read it, they get horrified. Wait a second. This is bad for us. I <laughs> yeah. thought you loved us, boss. The description of Thunder Crash, by the way, is uh, you get to send as all of your cards uh, currently on the field to the graveyard. And you do deal 300 direct damage uh, for each of them. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. So Slade takes <laughs> 900 so points of damage. Funny. He's down to 3,100. He hates the yeah. so goddamn Manjame, much. Manjame's like, goodbye forever. Stay dead. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you stay dead. And then he <sighs> uses this card. I didn't get its name, but it... Basically, it gets uh, attack points for Chaos every Necromancer. monster in the graveyard. And uh, as we know, he's been counting. Yeah. Uh, he's up to like, 11 now. Yeah. So it just has like a shitload of attack points and it just fucking direct attacks uh, Slade and wipes them out. It's fucking amazing. This, yeah, using the spirits up. of all the cards that he's got in the graveyard. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. the Ojamas show up as ghosts along hey, with the other back. cards they use. This graveyard goes up to 11. Yeah. And also, it's cool. He has um he has relinquished in his, in his discard. Oh, I didn't see that. The I fucking... Fucking Pegasus nasty guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which is cool. Oh, I didn't notice that. Cool. Yeah. I, I love it. It's one of my favorite cards. Every time I see it, I do the Leo point, which I, I never see it, so I don't often get to do the Leo point. But I did this time. It's fucking rules. And he, he's beaten Chosaku. And, you know, he loses. And, like, everyone starts cheering Manjame's name. 
and they're all going, you know, Manjme, Manjme. And then he does, he fucking says the line, say the line, Manjme. He does, you know, one, ten, hundred thousand, Manjme, Sanda. And everyone's cheering in. It fucking rules. I love Manjme so much. He, he does Chaz it up in the dub, of course. Chaz it up. Yeah, Chaz sure, sure, sure. it up. Chaz it up. Chaz it Come yeah. on. Chaz it up. He, he really is like Kaiba, but more fun. He is. Yeah. yeah. I, like he, it. I think I like his deck more than Kaiba's. Too. He's. He's, like, the same level of snooty, the same level of, like, rich bastard man, um, but he's less homicidal, uh, for one thing. He's also much more, like, he's much more, like, intextually, like, valuable. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's just, like, a really fun character, especially with the Ojamas. Yeah. As his I- forever, his forever man. <laughs> Yeah, I love that his deck has had so much variety, but also it's been trending towards uh, using really weak cards, like, n- just numbers-wise, like, yeah, they all have, like, really low attack, uh, like, that. That's this is the second duel where he's, like, had to do that, basically, like, because uh, back at Academy North, like, he, he had a similar strategy, um... It, it, so it, it's like fun seeing someone that has kind of the Kaiba archetype, but isn't using the Kaiba deck. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, I have all the cards with the highest numbers. Uh, right. Yeah. Which is what his deck was beforehand, which is, was the problem in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right, right, right. He, you know, he, he realized goes, he's... Yeah, like, his arc is like him trying to become Kaiba and then realizing he's not Kaiba, he's him. And yeah. doing yeah. his own thing. Despite everything, it's still you. I can't wait until he gets Ojama King. I, w- I want to see what that guy is like. Because we know Big he boy exists. Season. We saw that Dr. Crowler had that in his trench coat in, like, episode two or whatever. Uh, the fucking payoff. Yeah. He's got to get it eventually. Um, yeah. But fucking, you know, middle middle, middle Manjume brother is saying that we'll get him next time. But then Chosaku's like, no, he's grown so much. He's no longer a weakling. So they're just going to fucking leave him and, and let him do his thing. And then we immediately cut over to Kaiba saying, of course he won. I don't need your worthless report. Notice me, Mr. Kaiba. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, sorry, sir. Yeah, I don't have weak students. Like, come on, of course he won. Now draw your uh, last pathetic you. student. And at least in the dub, I, they, it doesn't seem like they're, like, contented or anything. They're like, fuck, we lost, and now also everybody loves Chaz. So he's going to be, like, yeah. a huge pain in our ass if we ever try to do anything. Um, but it does seem like they are at least thwarted for the time being. And I don't know if they'll ever come back. Who knows? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And the um, last scene... Manjume's back in his room, and it's just like fucking slumber party every single day all the time. He fucking hates it. Yeah. Oh, also Kaiba says, oh, th- those <clears throat> those two need a lesson in world domination. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be rich. Yeah, you need, you're going to need a little die. bit more money than that. Um, <laughs> die on the weekends. Yeah, they haven't conquered death yet. <laughs> it's your choice. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> slumber party every night in Chaz's dorm. He still doesn't have a door on there, so he's just yelling nope. and screaming and everybody can hear it. Uh, there's a million dual spirits. I love, I, sometimes a family can be one 16-year-old boy and the 50-card spirits that he adopted from a well. Yeah. God. What fucking delightful man. Second favorite character of the show. Behind Kronos, right? Behind Kronos. Yes, of course. I still really yeah, like Rio, but. I'm, I, I really love this show. It's, it's a good show. It's a very solid cast. I will say that. Like, there, there isn't... I have characters that I like more than others, but I don't think there's any of, like, the regularly occurring characters that I don't like. Yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. no Tristan. There's no Honda. There's no Tristan. There's no Honda. Hey, where's Miho? Who? Mm. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Me who? Just a random name popped in my head. Me who? Uh, and that's episode. Yeah. Good episodes. Fucking mm-hmm. delightful show. Love it every single week. All right. Uh, I got to get Professor Sadius Hanos in here. So just give me a second. <laughs> Thaddeus Hanos. Greetings. Hi, Professor. Hanos. In our last lesson, for uh, Yugi defeated Merrick, winning the tournament and saving the world. In this week's lesson of the Dual Academy Correspondence Course, we go over a bit more history. Some would consider this forbidden lore, but I believe the truth must be known. Mm-hmm. A new villain emerged. Ducks, the ruler of the lost kingdom of Atlantis. Sa- Ten thousand years before, his kingdom was destroyed. Dart sought to revive a powerful beast called the Grand Dragon Leviathan to destroy Earth so Atlantis could rise again. He and his followers began collecting souls with a card called the Seal of Orichalcos. Darts and his henchmen won duels and collected souls. Atlantis rose from the ocean and Yugi and Kaiba battled darts. Darts gave up his own soul to resurrect the Grand Dragon Leviathan, but that terrible beast was no match for the Egyptian god cards. Thanks. Thanks, Thanos. Thank, thank, that's not his name. His, professor is, his name is Professor Thaddeus Hanos. Please get yeah, it right. Hanos, right, of course. Professor Hanos. Remember, remember season four? No. <laughs> yep. Fucking I dog shit TV it. show. <laughs> It had like yeah. yeah, you fucking you came in at a rather choice time, I'd say. Yeah. that shit. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's <laughs> why we didn't make Audrey a host until afterwards. She refused to be on for season four. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, season four had like one good moment. Otherwise, pretty talk shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good thing we speed ran it. Um, Raphael's pretty cool. I like him. Yeah, he's a good character. He's like the only yeah. good part of season four. Um, hey, y'all want to get into questions? Let's go. Oh yeah, let's do it. Uh, we've made questions post before our episodes on Twitter at PodagreedCast, and we also have a little question channel on our Discord that you can join more about that later. I have the Twitter questions handy. I got the Discord. Cool. All right. Um, and that was all it for our Twitter questions. Arkai, what are our Discord questions? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, question from Hornmeister. Are the minions just larval ojamas? Okay. Look, I, I will speak on this. I will not speak on this yet because I have yet to craft my PowerPoint, but... I will eventually make a PowerPoint for a PowerPoint party on the full fucking taxonomy of minions and what makes a minion. Okay, cool. And We're gonna what get is like minion a... adjacent. I gotcha. I... It's it's important that the truth come out. It's, it is possible. So, okay, the only thing that I would say lends credence to this idea of them being larval is that may, perhaps they have not yet reached sexual maturity. Uh, because I would say um, minions are not nearly the perverts. Uh yeah, that the Ojamas are absolutely um, not. But right. maybe, but maybe that is the difference. It could be a sexual maturity thing. Some sort of yeah, some minions kind of, are inherently sexual beings. Some kind of awful metamorphosis they undergo to become Ojamas. Yeah, they they, they get encased in like a, a a red flowery egg that turns into their speedo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's of the course. bad the bad version of that purple shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the purple shit that was good. That was a good thing for the minions to take. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, next question from Chronos uh, Davinki, aka Nero Wyvern, Davinky. on the Discord. Number one, uh, Yeah, what would your cool armored hero persona be wearing? Is Max Man just wearing one of those big inflatable minion costumes? 
<laughs> it's just me and overalls. <laughs> uh, looking like the Come On Eileen music video. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you, you know that guy from One Punch Man? The the watchdog, the S-Class hero yes. who's just a guy in a dog costume? Uh-huh. <laughs> Joey Wheeler? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's me, but it's a, it's a Samoyed costume. Oh, good, of course. Fuck, that's fucking rules. Yeah, uh, I'm wearing, uh, Sentai gear. Ooh, love that. Uh, some fucking robot shit. Yeah. You're just in your Starscream costume. Yeah, yeah, it's your Starscream costume. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, or or my uh, Usagi cosplay. One of my cosplays of various oh, superheroes. Yeah. It's certainly something. Or maybe Miku. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, that's what it is. Miku. It could what be is all Miku? Of them. What are Vocaloids, if not elemental heroes? Ah. They're heroes to us all. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're sound elementals. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Elemental hero alto and elemental hero base. Yeah, I love Mega Man. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Um, (laughs) Next question from Kirby the Cleric on the Discord. Do you think Kaiba and or Pegasus discovered a way to protect dual monsters cards from being ruined in super humidified areas? I imagine if you brought your deck within 100 yards of a hot spring, the air itself would ruin the constructional fortitude of the card paper. I forget if they duel in or near the hot spring in these episodes. I mean, um, so they don't, they, but they did duel in a volcano, so, like... And also, they so, always have their decks on them. So, mm-hmm. there's a bit of chat about this, and I've given it some thought. We know for a fact that Kaiba works on all sorts of, like, dueling tech, uh, and I think, uh, at this point in the Yu-Gi-Oh! timeline, uh, all cards are made with a special... Uh, cardboard alloy uh, that makes them not only uh, indestructible, unless aside from like dramatically tearing them in half. Yeah, uh, mm. that's the only way to break them. Uh, it's, it's like along the grain. Yeah, uh, they also are of optimal throwing ability, and uh-huh. uh, they have a chip in them that confirms that whether or not they're a real card or not. So that any bootlegs or cards that are blue eyes, that unauthorized blue eyes, will immediately just not work and get shot out of the dual disc they're being used in. Hmm. The dual discs have a shredder in them now. If you put any fake cards in there, they'll just rip them up. I think my headcanon on this one is that they used to be made of cardboard. It it, it was a cardboard where it's the kind of thing where, like, the little holographic square in the corner of the cards mm-hmm. on 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 pegasus fortnite island it would scan that and it would make the hologram of it but then sometime after pegasus fortnite island and before battle city kaiba bought out dual monsters from industrial illusions and the cards he printed were made of like you know some sort of plastic or metal perhaps which allows him to throw it and use it as a weapon and it has you know fucking built-in ar nfc all that bullshit i i, I put some thought into it mm-hmm. cool yeah i think what those two said is uh yeah, I think that's about what happened. We're always right. We're never wrong. <laughs> so uh, Audrey, that down. you got anything? Got that down, motherfucker. Any ideas, Audrey? Uh, I mean, I think I think that's the the power of the heart of the cards. Mmm, uh, of course. Um, it's gotta be. If listen, if it's strong enough to hold a fucking soul in it, 
it's gotta be hard enough to uh fucking true <laughs> to yeah. sustain the rigors of a middle school boy's daily life even if that middle school's boy's daily life or high school boy's daily life is on Seto Kaiba Fortnite Island mm-hmm. right yeah <laughs> really we're uh, seeing what GX is really showing is that Kaiba stole many ideas from Pegasus mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. We, we've all done it yeah uh, we've all done that next question from Sarvis uh, I hate myself for asking this but what's your Ojama Sono Ojama Turquoise big fucking eyebrows mm-hmm. that's his defining feature Ojama purple. Ooh. He's just got like jacked legs, like no, oh, nor, shit, no, yeah, dude. no torso, just legs and an ass. <laughs> he's like a, he's a goomba. Uh, well, goombas don't have legs; they just have feet. No, they have a little nub. No, they don't. They just have le- They have foot. They don't have legs. Do goombas what, have what legs? F- the most controversial threat of all time. Locked Look, up we to all 12, we all know 000. that. We all know that Toad has legs because they're showing and he's excited. We know that Shy Guy has legs. Does Goomba have legs? Does Goomba has legs? I, we don't know Goomba doesn't have legs. The truth... I don't think it could it be does. very small. The truth comes out. Does Goomba have legs? It doesn't have does legs, Goomba but it does legs? have hands. That, that's how it holds a baseball bat. Invisible hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Invisible legs. Mmm. Uh, Rayman. Anyways. Uh, my Ojama is going to be Ojama Purple. And... It's, uh, it, I think it has, like, fucked up Austin Powers teeth, uh, and it carries <laughs> yeah, around baby. a gun. Do I make you horny, baby? What, what was the other detail about it? It's always carrying around a gun. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a real gun. So it's- I think it, I like it to be carrying around a real gun, Dan. <laughs> Does it have any attack points? Uh... No, but there's a separate called car- card called uh, Ojama Purple's Gun that does give it uh, <laughs> 2,000 attack points, but it's extremely <laughs> rare. <laughs> it's a secret rare, yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Audrey? Oh, nothing. No, I do, but it's not going to be as good as that. Um, I would be Ojama Gold. And uh, I think my like defining feature, first of all, Girl. Oh, right. Girl Sexual Ojama. Morphism right. in the Ojama species. Girl. And I think uh, my defining feature would be like a big old pair of uh, retro glasses. I, I oh. thought you were going to say titties. Yeah. No, no my, my, my real life titties are not that big. So, unfortunately. Um, but I do at least have the ass for an Ojama. So, that, that's, what, <laughs> that's what really matters. Job prerequisites. Uh, I think like every pot agreed host has an ass for an Ojama. <laughs> Um, yeah, it would be, like, a, a big pair of, like, retro glasses where that oh, you would see, good. like, my my Sona would take on and off and uh, go between normal eyes and, like, just dots. <laughs> good. Um, oh, delightful. Shoots a beam through my glasses. Glasses glare through the glasses. Mm-hmm. There's like the the, the evil yeah. glasses push yeah, up. Yeah, has like has like a Gendo Ikari moment, but is still no drama. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fucking Ava three point plus one point came out. Apparently, it actually ended. Wow! Congratulations. Wild shit. Uh, <laughs> Before congratulations, Yon Dairy came out. <laughs> uh, next question from Gigalithic, friend of the show. Uh, do you think the Ojamas look like Bellins on purpose? Yes, they're inherently sexual beings. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um. 
Also, yeah, if, if your balance looks like that, please go see a doctor. Um, <laughs> and that's all the that's questions. questions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for sending you, us everyone. Christians. We love it every single week. Yes. Let's now let's as we fucking roll down the episode, uh, let's find out where we can find each other on the internet. Audrey, I nominate you to go first. Oh, okay, sure. Um, I've been Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, my funny robot internet joke. I don't have any other projects in the works at the moment, but if you're interested in hearing more from me, possibly uh, in the future, you can follow The Reticulation, that is T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U-L-A-T-I-O-N, on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook for updates about a website I am launching with a good friend of mine uh, that will be spotlighting and highlighting LGBT voices in the realm of pop culture criticism. Oh, yeah. I'm going to popcorn it to Max. Hello. I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, etc. At MaxiBajillion. I have two other podded casts. They are Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam. We are a couple podcast episodes away from finishing Double Zeta. It's a good fucking show, despite the horrendous amount of war crimes we're starting <laughs> to see in it. Uh-oh, sisters. It happens. That is on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Hey, tune in from April? Question mark. When Argyle and Audrey will be talking hey. about Gundam. Uh, and my wait. other podcast is Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. We, me and my friend Jordan, talk about video game music and empirically and correctly always decide what the best track in the game is. By the time this episode goes out, we will have recorded our episode on Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword with a friend of the show, friend of the pod, Steph. Hell Fucking, yeah. It's a good game. Don't listen to the haters. Good game. That is at slappersonlypod.com or twitter.com slapersonly. Argyle. How about you? I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It is called Kamurocho Radio. I host it with my friend Jordan. Um, not the same one from Slappers Only. Uh, so we had different one. Yeah, different one. <laughs> so we had sure. to skip. We had to skip a week because uh, Jordan got injected with bone hurting juice. But uh, we'll be we'll, we'll be uh, we'll be coming this week. Don't worry. Uh, with chapter three of Yakuza two. Uh, good game. Good game. I, I, I mean, it should be out by the time you're listening to this. So, um, yeah, give it a listen. It's a good show. Please. We'd love to talk about it. It's good. Dan. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm Dan, and you can find all the places I'm at at uh, linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter. You can find the other two podcasts I do, which are The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, hopefully by the time you hear this, you'll be able to listen to an episode on the Sonic 3 half of, uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, knuck, knuck. you can also, and the other podcast is Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, I don't know what'll be up, uh, next week, but by the time you hear this, or, I don't know what'll be up next, but, uh, there is an episode, uh, where I am in an lasers when i'm where i'm in a one shot of lasers and feelings and i play as slab bulkhead uh a former spokesman for uh, protein powder Uh, (laughs) Mm. that's what a john mcgreen takes all the time oh yeah Yeah. uh uh and last but not least you can visit at xbox underscore holiday where usher celebrates holidays with xbox and by the time you hear this episode the day after this goes up, it'll be St. Patrick's Day. So, happy St. Patrick's Day, Xbox. Top of the morning, laddie. Happy birthday to my sister. Oh, yeah. happy birthday to Max's sister. 
Happy. And and happy retirement to my girlfriend's mom. Oh, happy retirement. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Momentous day all around. Yeah. Yeah, it'll also be uh, the 13th. That'll be when the next episode of Kamarocha Radio comes out. That'll actually be the one year anniversary of our posting our uh, first episode. Ah, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, thank you. You can find us at, uh, at Pod of Greedcast on Twitter. You can find us at Kaiba.online. Uh, and you can find us not on Tumblr, but you can nope. find us on noisepace.xyz. Because yes. it's uh, Canadian. Because Canadian. it is Canadian. Uh, Thank you, Mac GameCube. Yes. Uh, several of the shows we've already mentioned are on there. Not all of them, but quite a few. Including uh, Camarocho Radio and Slappers Only. Uh, and Waku Robot. And Sonic Shuffle. And Sonic Shuffle. Oh, almost all of them, really. Yeah. Uh... And uh, you can listen to lots of other really good podcasts there, too. Like, uh, just off the top of my head, uh, uh, My Pod Cabbages, uh, an Avatar The Last Airbender uh, rewatch podcast. You can listen to... I think they're kind of restructuring that going forward. Yeah. Yeah, listen to the episodes they do have up, even if they don't upload that often. It's it's a very good show. I I, I love Summer Noah. Very good. It's good as hell. Yeah, you can listen to Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era. Recently, it's spooky, scary. Yeah. Recently had a secret lost episode. Uh, you can listen to Hamsteak, which is about Homestuck. Kyle and X-Y? also, if you is going to be coming out in less than a month for the second minute of Star Wars Episode Four. Oh boy, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> and recent guest Giga it was on Zero to Zero, which will be coming back to cover the Snyder Cut. Jesus fucking Christ! Oh boy, it's, that's a four-hour movie. It's a four-hour movie, folks. Four-hour movie, yeah. and they, they released it instead of Tom and Jerry yesterday. Listen, oh, cinema is back, and it cinema. demands your it's four Kino. hours of your attention. It's Kino! Kinema. Um, you want to you tell them about Patreon, Dan? Oh, yes. Uh, if you want to support us, you can find us at Patreon at patreon.com slash podofgreed. Uh... Uh, from, you can don't, we have, uh, three tier levels, which are shareholder, where you can listen to, uh, cut content, pre-show and post-show, and patron-only episodes, such as Grugio, a... Gonna put another one out this month, please. Yeah, a, uh, Despicable Me, uh, uh, watch-along podcast. And Minions. And Minions. Uh, you can listen to, uh, you can... You can listen to us talk about our game of the year of 2020. Uh, we got fun stuff planned. We'll be doing like one-offs of RPGs at some yeah. point too. Yeah. Hey, you remember that uh, thing we used to do called uh, Oddity High? Uh, no. Well, we'll eventually get around to editing more of those. But if you're impatient, you can listen that to the it. raw footage, the raw audio uh, there as well. The audio. Uh, then there's the five dollar a month. The five dollar. I want to sing at the radio. There's the (laughs) partner tier, where for five dollars a month you can get podcast shoutouts, such as uh, Colton Crow, Joel Thomas, Noah Bennett, and Riley Hopkins. Grazie. Thank you. Uh, And uh, thanks for the money, losers. You can also. You're also allowed to. Suggest things to watch where he actually went out for suggestions for uh, an upcoming episode. Uh, hmm. We've gotten some excellent ideas, and I'm sure 
If you haven't don't if you're not already a member, you can uh become one and suggest even more great ideas to us. Uh and you can also listen along. Uh so, uh earlier in this recording, Sarvis was listening along. So uh And Devin Jazz Dumpster. And Devin Jazz Dumpster. Didn't notice he was in there too. Just for um, a little bit. Oh, a wee while. You don't gotta stay the whole time. And our we don't put that pressure on ours. Yeah, we actually kick and you out of our Patreon if you do come in for some of it yeah, and then it, leave. It, 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 we don't want your it's, money it's very, anymore. It's quite rude, this is actually. a joke. <laughs> uh, and our third uh, tier is board member. Mm. Uh, if you become a board member, you will receive a yearly care package uh, of some of our finest products. In fact, handmade. Handmade. Made by our own two hands. Uh, Made by Sarah's own two hands. Yeah. And our other brains. Yeah, we, we had our we had our brains in and there. And our our impeccable ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean hey, I, I have the shirts. The shirts are in my apartment right now, and can I say they came out fucking yeah, good all as the hell? People who are yeah. getting the shirts love the shirts already and they haven't even gotten them. That tells you how good our ideas are. Come on. Yeah. And all of these shirts were personalized to that particular patron's uh, tastes. Yeah. Just make sure you tell us what you like, because otherwise we might give you something that you're just kind of okay about. Yeah. We'll we'll just we'll just put anything on there, and it, you know. Yeah, we're we're fucking unhinged. We can't be stopped. We're type of man, baby. Mm-mm. We need your interest to focus our minds, or else we're gonna do something really heinous on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we, yeah, we'll do something heinous even after knowing your interest because we're just kind of, you know, we're, we're the we jokers do, we of do podcasting. T-shirt crimes. Yeah, they're calling <laughs> us the bad boys of podcasting. Hey, 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 hey. All uh, right. that's, that's, that's about everything business wise. That's everything. Uh, well, I don't know about y'all, but I am going to set myself face down and be snuggled by my three stinky sons. I put myself face down, ass up. I'm wearing the red speedo uh, and just shake it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say face down and wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yes. I'm going to use my ass to perform a huge beam attack. Bye. <laughs> Peach. Peach. <laughs> Peach. <laughs>